T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast. This is the show about the show, the show within the show, the podcast about the radio show. And you can get it inside the free Odyssey app, or you can get it any place that you get your podcast. Just search Permission Granted. So I was out on Tuesday. <clears throat> you can hear a little bit of a scratchy voice, but primarily it's back. It's it's pretty good. But came back on Wednesday to find that the Schwartz Q&A was what everybody was talking about. That while I was out on Tuesday, Schwartz was on headlines and Mraz grilled him Mike Wallace style. Now, when Cap made that joke, Mraz thought it was former Steelers and Ravens wide receiver Mike Wallace, but instead it was Woo. 60 Minutes anchor journalist interviewer Mike Wallace. Over my head a tad. A tad. But everybody's been talking about it. And overall, how did you think that Schwartz came off? Because we've given him great applause for understanding the joke and being self-deprecating before. So I went back and I listened to the interview. I'm so glad that you said, how did he come across? Because I think there's a one-word answer that best signifies how he came across. Oblivious. He continues to be oblivious to this world around him, or he just doesn't care. The idea that we played Schwartz Super Bowl bingo and that it's mocking his Super Bowl spread still never registered with him. He It was a term of endearment. This is why I'm putting the pictures out there. My spread is great. I think that's great that that's what you're using it for. Totally missing that the whole point of it is we're mocking it. But then to sit and look at that spread and have some of the answers he had, and squirm a little bit when talking about lighting. He continued to be oblivious that, gee, Schwartz, you think what you were having on Super Bowl Sunday was not exactly a normal, delicious spread that others were having? Like, you portrayed that you were having this grand spread, (laughs) and you were having two-day-old boxed pulled pork. Well, remember the the career arc of the Schwartz, is that... (laughs) He's part of the show during the overnight years, and we love him. He's obviously a a fun part of the show. But then there's a downturn, and there's a downturn where he kind of becomes a bit of a punchline around here because of he's so oblivious to everything. And we're making fun of him for 
trying to score free tickets with everything and every broken stick that he's ever seen at a hockey game he steals. And you can't let go of the broken stick one. That one is always going to bother you the most. The puck that he also took from a skate around on the Islanders because it hit his foot and he just stole it. All the free foul balls. We, we killed him on those things for years. And he became a little defensive. But then he came to the Bob's Bar show. And last year, the Bob's Bar, Schwartz versus Shep, was a turning point for eternity because Schwartz then became part of the in crowd. And he remember he was kind of like encouraging and embracing all the attention. Yeah. We and loved it. Laughing that we were sending him home with free boxes of Entenmann's yeah, desserts. Loved it. Yeah. Embraced now, he, who he was. Now, has he gone back on a dip here? No, so I disagree. Because I, I, I don't think you come out of this feeling malicious towards Schwartz, especially the interview or everything. I think you come out of this accepting that Schwartz accepts who he is. And if Schwartz is not going to get offended when we make fun of him, which is essentially what we're doing by playing Super Bowl bingo, and it either goes over his head or he doesn't care, and then the stuff that he does acknowledge, he embraces and you know brings it on, then I don't think you feel ill will towards Schwartz. You just keep the train rolling on basically rolling him like we would bust other people. You don't think we're honoring Schwartz by doing Super Bowl bingo? No. <laughs> no, I no. Because when we ask quote cap, zoom in and get how gross you can on how it looks, I don't think that's an honor at all. I think it's on Schwartz to be offended by it. And if he's not and he's good with it, or he just doesn't get it, then I think that's great. Was there any part of this where you were frustrated by his answers yesterday? Not in the slightest. In fact, I think his answers played perfectly because his answers <laughs> on such a ridiculous topic were so perfect that you could actually interpret them different ways, which is kind of like how a great television show is written, right? You could have debates. No, I think this is what's going on here. Like, that is what I think happened. There are some that could have interpreted Schwartz's answers as, look, I can't, I don't cook, so I'm the wrong person to say, but wink, wink, you should be talking to my wife here because this was gross. And then there's another way you could interpret it, which is, well, I still trust her. I don't see what they're seeing here. And I... There's there are points there. He's throwing. He threw his mother-in-law under the bus multiple times in the interview. But then other people could look at it and goes, "No, he's just stating facts. He's not throwing her under the bus." And I think that's why I wasn't frustrated. I think there was a lot of open interpretation. But we did learn that his sons are now frustrated by his promotion of everything. Another open interpretation here. He, I believe, at least twice stated that, and quote, "Come on, Dad, we want to dig in here enough that." They definitely don't like the idea that everything in that house is constantly photographed, which he does a lot of the photographing for their team stuff and all of that. And I think to them, something as small as we're just putting food out here for the Super Deck. We just eat here and get this going. I thought that was interesting. And Schwartz himself now is feeling pressure internally in the house that that's the cause of the pulled pork not looking well is that he could properly photograph it or at least look at the lighting in which that could probably fluff up. What you guys call it? Mud pork when I was out? Mud pork. Mud pork. So his kids have had enough of the, the shtick, or at least when it comes to the food part of it. Which is a really interesting now twist because could they become frustrated by dad? Could oh, there be a little yeah. rebellion? Every head coach's message gets stale after a while, <laughs> even the greats. There are people in New England who got tired of Belichick. Coughlin got run out with the Giants. They're old enough now. I mean, they're both in high school. At least the one definitely is a senior. I think the other one's like a freshman in high school. They're, 
you get to high school, you're old enough to at least start making your own opinions on things. Yeah. You grow a little frustrated. Dad, it's ice cream. You know, give us the ice cream. We don't need to be sitting well, and taking pictures. Could we see the Schwartz kids rebel in other ways? Well, what are we Start smoking doobies around the handball courts? <laughs> what, are you, what are you suggesting here? I don't know. It's just that we, you know, we always say Schwartz is the great family man, and he's got all these kind of strong yeah. takes about parenting and the long snapping and the Super Bowl parties. And I think. Taking the kids to G League basketball games and Long Island Ducks. Is it possible that this is the start of a crack where the kids start going like, Yo, why are we collecting 12 Long Island oh, Ducks baseballs? Okay. Well, why are we bringing home one sneaker from a G League basketball game? All right. So I think rebellion is the wrong word. Why I, are we taking photographs of our yeah. Super Bowl spread like it's something important? I don't think a kid's going to get, you know, a tattoo of a leprechaun on his cheek or something and say, enough, Dad, this is what I am. But I do think that there will be more eye-rolling from the kids all right, Dad wants to go to another ABA game or whatever the heck, the G League game here. Let's just go. Let's make Dad happy. I think internally that discussion between brothers will be, here's Dad again or whatever. But I don't think they'll openly rebel. I think they'll just be in on the bit. I think that's it. I think they'll come around to like where we are where we're looking at this going, this is a little ridiculous. But now. we're on the outside. We don't have to live with it. Well, it's true. I mean, they're getting older eventually. They're not going to have to live with it either. I think you do what you can in life, right, until you move out. But so rebellion against parents often goes this way, where when you're young, you think your parents are perfect. You think they're the coolest people ever, especially if you're a son with a dad. You're like, my dad's the coolest. He's the funniest. He does the best stuff. He brings us the best places. I'm funnier than George Carlin to Taylor. I mean, there's no doubt. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I am her hero. And then you come... You get older, and then you start seeing the flaws in your parents. You start resenting your parents. Oh, you're which, emotional, yeah. hormonal when you're in high school. I have many, and they'll be noticed. And so, so then you start clapping back, and you start thinking about things that you just, like, constantly resent about your parents. And they fester. Yeah, and so could we see that with the Schwartz kids where, you know, Dad, why do we have 14 starting lineups figures on the dinner table? You know, I want to be eating... Well, pizza in peace and why do i have to constantly be eating four day old barbecue why can't we order it the day of and why right. are we saving money on ihop valentine's day pancakes why don't we just eat ihop on a normal day well the apple doesn't fall too far <laughs> from the tree so it could go one of two ways it's either rebellion True. or they just embrace that that's normal life i think the real key here is the oldest son because the oldest son famed <laughs> long snapper is getting you know looksies from schools if he goes away to school and starts to experience life outside of that house and then maybe, you know, ingrained in different people's cultures and whatnot and starts to realize that maybe the life he grew up with <laughs> was not as normalized as he thinks, maybe that's when he comes home and it's, all right, enough, Dad. You know, this is not but, how Bobby lives. But That's right. Because when you're in high school, you start visiting other people's houses, seeing other lives, et cetera. You've seen carpets without hockey pucks all over them. <laughs> but eventually you come back. And you go through the rebellion stage. Then when you get into your middle-aged years, you look back and go, you know what? My parents, were they were right on. Right. They, they, you know what? They were right in a lot of ways. It's its funny how that arc works. And then they'll come around and realize that Papa Schwartz always was right all right. along. He was always looking out. He tried to give us our best, most fun life. Yeah, boy. The docuseries that awaits the Schwartz family eventually. One so, broken hip, maybe we call it. <laughs> so Boyle also... Was on the show yesterday, Tuesday. Yeah. And the show Monday. Yes. 
Today, we had a late scratch. Marco Belletti called out sick. Yes. Now, yes. I was a late scratch on Tuesday. You guys were able to cover it. And there's some sickness going through the building right now. Yeah. Several other people, you know, other personalities. Want, people are getting sick here. They're dropping like, like flies. Marco late scratch meant Boyle was potentially up. And the text we got <laughs> from one of our bosses was, quote, I'm going to beg Pat to work. And I was like, we got to beg Pat to work? Seemed very unpat-like that he would need to be begged to work. Totally. Pat loves working. Right. He wants to work here. And for the record, for those of you listening who may not get this, Pat, when you're a part-timer in this business, like we take off, we get paid for it or whatever. Pat's not paid when he's off and paid when he works per shift on a yeah. rate. Right. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, this got dramatic real quick. And then our boss who said that was like, I don't want to burn out Pat. <laughs> I, I need Pat this weekend or something. So, like, EJ's going to be in with you. And I, I thought, great. EJ's awesome. Love EJ. He was great today on the show. Always is. <laughs> but I was like, are we protecting Pat's arm? Are we worried that we've put in too much mileage on Pat's arm and it's going to fall off and he's going to need Tommy John? I don't think that's what it is, to be completely honest, because I tried to poke around at it. And Pat alluded to this on Tuesday's show when we were not sure what your status was going to be for Wednesday. When you are a part-timer in this business and you get over a certain number of hours worked, they need to start, I guess, paying you like a time and a half overtime right. share, which we all know the company is not going to be thrilled to do it. So I think the state of panic about burning him out was more state of panic. I'm going to get yelled at from the bosses above me if we have to pay him overtime. So I don't think it had anything to do with burning it out. I think it was, I just don't want to admit that we'd have to pay him overtime and I'm a little fearful. Which seems insane because somebody called out sick. What are you going to do? not have somebody work the job. Right. And if corporate got mad because somebody went overtime, you'd be like, well, extenuating circumstances. A guy called out sick at 6 p.m. the night before a show. Nothing we, we could do. Yeah, we had to put him on. And we happen to be falling at a time where football season has ended. There are a lot of people taking normal time off, end of February, beginning of March, which is commonplace in our industry. And it's a holiday week for a lot of people around here. And people are getting sick. The bodies are short. You know, the, the company would have to understand that. The paranoia about not using oh. Pat was crazy. I, I'm going to go one step further in the paranoia. The paranoia, and you glossed over this, started with, I texted EJ. He hasn't gotten back yet. This is my fear with Pat. Can we just wait for EJ to get back? I mean, EJ seems like he says yes to everything as well. Yeah. I think we didn't even need to jump through that. That's actually a good well, point. EJ wasn't going to ghost him. I mean, we, EJ's a good, reliable employee. If he couldn't do it, then we cross and we start having these panic conversations. I don't think they needed to be had until EJ answered all. And by the way, EJ said to me today, all I was doing was taking a nap. When I woke up, yeah, I was sure to do it. Felt like a very <laughs> unnecessary, stressful moment. So he jumped ahead to panic before it was needed. Yeah. And look, maybe it's panic because the bodies are very thin here this week, which is fine. And by the way, I thought I behind the scenes, I was coming up with good solutions. You're out. Hey, if I got to do the show with one person and that means moving Pat off up and he doesn't get burned out because he's off another day. I thought I had good solutions, but they were rebuffed. Now, Pete's off this week. Yeah. So the scheduling doesn't fall to him. Are we are we seeing what happens when Pete's out that all hell breaks loose with scheduling? Panic? I'm curious on that because I got a text from Pete the Body last night. And Pete the Body, I, I don't know where. It must be like the challenge booth that Blandino's sitting in in the XFL. <laughs> He's sitting down, looking down at the field, looking at all replays, and he sent me a quick text. So this is going on now. This You know, I, I've had all this straightened out. This And he's giving me, this would be my solution to it or whatever. And I got to be honest with you, I really could care less. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Pete, so talk to him about it. I mean, 
And he it looked like Pete almost sits and he waits for stuff when he's off to melt down so he could jump in and say, just so you know, this is how I would have handled it. How would he know that this was happening, though? He's at he's at Sesame Place. I think he was only at Sesame Place Sunday. I think we assumed he's been there. And I've been there. You're in and out in four hours. So <laughs> we've put him there and put him there for five days in winter, which maybe he is. I don't know. I uh, I. I, all he said was, I just saw this chain. So I had to go back, and I didn't see him on the text chain. So he must have been on a separate email chain where maybe this started, which I guess is a good sign for Pete. They're including him to let yeah. him know what's going on with scheduling. But he was very quick to take time off from his time off to tell me you know, how he would handle these problems. Not a guy that can detach on vacation. Oh, no. Out of the four of us, he detaches the least. I actually think he used to detach the most, and huh. I think he's now – hypersensitive to, I mean, let's be honest, a game that you've started, which is anybody's off, we're going to go after and let them know how little they're missed. <laughs> I've been victim to it. Pete has not been victim to it. And I think he he is podcast or not, he is on this show and wondering, what did they say about me today? I'm victim to it today. No. How about the tweet that we got from a guy named Mark saying, I haven't listened to CBS Sports Radio in a while. But I really like Tuesday's show. Where are those guys? I don't think this new guy can cut it. Unbelievable. About me? The guy whose name is on the show. They, and they by the way, and, and it wasn't like I introed every show saying it's the Mirage show today. It was the DA show. DA's out. And also, like, I came out of the top with a cold open. That I thought was pretty good about the Alabama basketball stuff. He heard that and was like, I don't think this guy can cut it. Right. <laughs> like, that's my best stuff. Right, well, not only that, that also means that when he's listening yesterday, he's unaware of the Schwartz Super Bowl Big stuff, but he enjoyed that. It's amazing. It, it's amazing. It goes to show you, if you're off, you're totally unneeded. But, but think about this, though. I That guy's tweet, joking or not, opened my eyes to something. It is true. Every, you know, we're so used to the Art Art Bobards and Robin at 3-2-1. We are probably getting some sort of a new listener who either stays with us or not every single day on at least one of our affiliates, at least one yeah. every day scans the dial and goes, Oh, what's this show? So this has definitely happened before when you were off has to have. And it's probably happened in the past when Jody Max filled in and stuff where people give a show and then maybe they're gone or maybe they stay forever. But I think that's kind of in some of this guy took the time to tweet. That means it's happened before. I think that's very true. And think about in this day and age where, you might scroll Twitter or Instagram or TikTok and you see a video and you give it, I know I've done this, two seconds. Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm out of here. Maybe a TV show. I'll try to pop in on a TV show and it, like I would give it like, again, two minutes. Right. Now I'm out. If you just happen to catch the wrong two minutes, you could n ignore it for the rest of your life because you didn't like those two minutes or two seconds. Or the exact opposite. And so I'm always, like, worried about this because we do so much nonsense on the show. <laughs> so much. Compared to any other show, we have the most nonsense quotient. To be fair, we are a morning show, and I think it does lend itself to nonsense. Well, there's a reason why I do it, though. I always worry that if somebody like Mark or somebody anywhere tuned in for the nonsense, like a Peter Schwartz Super Bowl bingo, they'd be like, I don't get this at all. Why are we drafting Super Bowl foods? Why is Schwartz's Super Bowl food significant? Why is this interesting? And you'd be totally turned off. However, undeniably, the most popular things we do on the show is the nonsense. It's undeniable. For 10 years, the 12 days of Christmas, and it's not just a self-fulfilling prophecy, this is what the listeners consider the most memorable, is never sports stuff. 
Never. No. This year, Joe Theismann breaking news of the, a new name of a professional NFL football team was ranked, what, number six or seven or I something? Think it was like eight. Eight. People revolted. How right. could this be so high? <laughs> it's like, this is a huge moment for the show. This is ridiculous. We would have never voted this. People glom out of the nonsense. And I think it's because you have so many shows with so many takes. You'll never remember somebody's take. You'll never remember what Colin Cowherd or Dan Lebetard or Dan Patrick or Jim Rome or myself or anybody said about the AFC Championship game. You'll never remember that. It could be interchangeable to them. But when you have the number one pick of the Schwartz Super Bowl draft, Diet Coke going number one will always be memorable. Like this Jack Stern, did we manipulate audio, will always be memorable. So people love it, but if you don't get it, I always worry that you're going, what is this? Uh, and I'm not listening to any, it anymore. Yeah, but you know what? There might be three of those people. Then there could be two or four or five other people that are going, I don't know what this is, but this sounds hysterical and I need to hear more. Yeah. It's just a balancing act. and there's, there's no right way to throw a dart at it. Dude. But that is just unbelievable that he still tweeted that this morning. Who is this guy? Why is he Who here? is this guy? To the host of the show, who is this guy? <laughs> I don't think he can cut it. <laughs> So, again, you know, if you worry about being off for a day or two or a week, that's the reality check. You come back, everyone's moved on. That's it. Everybody's replaceable. Get The train keeps moving. That's why professional athletes don't want to get injured. You get injured, train keeps moving, you're not on it, Yeah, well, you're out. Your backup is good enough to be a professional athlete. It's not like they pick some fat slob out of a gym. That's why they're terrified. Yeah. Everybody has a dream. <laughs> so... Did you tape side B yet? No. Uh, and to be honest, I forgot I was going to mention this. I, should we even do a side B today? Should I wait for Boyle tomorrow? Uh, well, Cap still has to answer for right. the 12 DAs. The problem is not I don't think he's here. Yeah, he is here today. Oh, he is? Yeah. See, is that an issue? I've been here for five hours. I haven't seen Cap once. <laughs> and people think we have these great interactions. But you don't have to do Cap. EJ will be great, too. Oh, EJ's here, too. That's a good point. And EJ could talk about the Q&A with Schwartz and everything that happened today. Well, has EJ been on a PGP yet? I don't think so. Because if not, I could also just, you know, EJ, tell us a little bit about yourself and yeah. your diaper de-alien. We've done that with others in the past. Did you find the Boyle thing interesting last week? i got to be honest. I haven't listened to it. Oh. That, I, that, that was, to, yeah. I had a couple of people going like, wow, that was really eye-opening to hear that the backstory of Pat. I'm actually angry because I thought about listening at the last couple of drives in, and then I got away from it. Yeah, you should check it out. Okay. It's interesting. He goes into how he's a salesman, 9 to 5. Like, none of us knew that. And yet he has the time to say yes to all these shifts. What? These, this job must not care. Well, he's got a good situation. His brother, hold on, his brother-in-law's brother? Yeah, so his, I guess it's, no, something. <laughs> Owns this company and lets him work when he when he's available. So understands his path, his radio yeah. dream, and all of that. Yeah. But, you know. When he's not working here, like I guess this morning, he's selling like mo windows for remodeling. How about that? And like re-roofing. Hard hat guy. He is literally a hard hat Literally guy. a hard hat guy. Well, he's not actually doing the roofing. He's well, selling okay, the roofing. but he's selling windows to people who are hard hat guys, yes. so then that makes him a hard hat guy. Closer to the hard hats than we are. No doubt about We're it. We're another life removed from the hard hat. I'm lucky I even have a soft hat. <laughs> 
Okay, so maybe an EJ Stewart coming up on side B. I like it. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Howdy doody do. Welcome into Side B of the PGP. How are you? How about this? A first-timer on Side B. As Andrew Bogus, the bogeyman, out this week. Pete, the body, out this week. Pat Boyle with a Wednesday day off, as you just heard, a little load management. A man has been actually pecking away at a lot of DA show shifts, and I'm assuming a lot more because nobody's counting Pete, the body's days off, is EJ Stewart. EJ, what's up, man? What is up, Mraz? Having a good time this morning. Good show. All right, EJ. So we're taping this after, what, gee, what day of the week is this? We're on Wednesday. Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. I got confused because DA was off Tuesday, but yes. you've been, you were with us Tuesday, you were yep. with us Wednesday, and you're going to be with us again, what, Friday? Friday, yeah. All right. So, first of all, people have now gotten used to, you've had some good takes on the air, funny on Trash Tuesday with the dog poop and everything. That's right. We did yes. Trash Tuesday yesterday. Those listening, and especially our diehard Twitch viewers, who is EJ Stewart? Where do you come from? Ah. What's your deal? Like, give us your teams. Like, what? Yeah. Like, who is an EJ Stewart? What is EJ Stewart's deal? So, uh, Queens, New York, that's where I'm from. That's where I live now. I live most of my life currently in Forest Hills. Grew up in Bayside, Queens. Um, big sports fan, obviously, like most of us here. All New York teams. Yeah, I would say getting into sports radio and not being a sports fan, major red flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this was a Tinder profile yeah. and, and they saw this as your uh, as your uh, one of your things, they say, hey, red flag, nope, not doing that. So, yeah, now major sports fan, all New York teams, of course, growing up in New York. So, big Knicks fan, host the Knicks podcast for all to see. Um, also, big Jets fan and big Mets fan. So, a lot of misery. A lot of misery. Yeah, it takes a lot of character to root for these teams. Now you do the Dick. I do the Giants podcast yeah. for Odyssey. You do the Knicks podcast, which is great for somebody like you who's and you're relatively new here, right? Right. I mean, what within the last year and a half you got hired? Yeah, about a, about a year and change. About a year and two, three months. All right. So to already have, and I know how Odyssey is treating these podcasts. Believe me, the one giant step they've basically had me trying to hammer out to a week, whatever. To, to, to be doing the Knicks podcast, that's a pretty good trajectory. Would you say the Knicks are your number one team? Or, hey, there was a good avenue for me to get in. I love the Knicks. This is a good spot for me to do a podcast. No, I would say that they're my number one team only because I grew up playing basketball so much. So basketball is my okay. number one sport. So so I would say you grew that. Up but in Queens, so 
you know, obviously the Knicks are a city team. Yeah, Knicks are a city team. Basketball's uh, supposed to be the city's game. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, basketball's my thing. So I love the Knicks, but but that doesn't like take away from my love for the Mets or the Jets. I mean, I I, I hate love... when people make that argument. I know. Like, because now I've basically been labeled the Giants guy around right. here. It's like, oh, you you like the Nets too? You like the Rangers too? It's like, yeah, of course. Well, like, yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't have the ability to watch other sports and yeah. be fans of them. I, I I agree. Okay, so you have an aspiring goal to do what in the business? Uh, to be a host, be on air, that, and you are filling in hosting on WFAN locally. That is correct. Okay, so you do local stuff on WFAN. Obviously, you do the Knicks podcast, and now you're getting a taste. With the DA show, have you done other CBS Sports Radio shows behind the scenes or just the DA show? Uh, no, I've done um, – I've run the gamut on most of them. Um, I've done uh, – the only ones I haven't done, I haven't worked with Ryder. Um, I've worked on JR, though it's mostly been Shep filling in. I've worked on <laughs> Gelb a lot. Uh, that's probably the show I've worked okay. the most on since. And then on the weekends, I work a lot with Carl Dukes. Uh, put him up with Carl Dukes. Okay. And uh, the great Jody Mack. So uh, you got a feel for CBS Sports yeah. Radio. So the reason I ask that is you have a feel at least behind the scenes – Nationally, on the air for sure, locally. Yeah. What do you prefer? Ooh. Um, and by the way, by saying you prefer, it doesn't mean I have to do this right, or not of course. do this. Yeah, I mean, I think there is a there is a level of excitement and a thrill that comes with being on the air hosting your own show that I think can't be replaced by almost anything else. Okay, but if you were given the opportunity to host nationally, you know what the national shows sound like, and you were doing both. Do you think you because you do like Miami football? You like college Love football. Love the Hurricanes, yeah. And remember, that's certain stuff that you can't do in New York. You can't yes. really go college sports in New York. It's it's a different flavor. Do you you know? Do you like talking about everything coast to coast, or do you like being more local? Oh, that's tough. I mean, I, I I think I prefer local only because I think that given what I do with the Knicks podcast, like not that you can do the same as a podcast you do as a radio show, but you can kind of get into the weeds of certain topics that you really are near and dear to you. Whereas with national, um, there may be topics that maybe you don't care as much about, but you know it's a big story and you do have to address it. Yeah, uh, that was actually talked about a lot when CBS Sports Radio was launched. Our old boss, Eric Spitz, used to say, you know, locally, it's a lot of X's and O's. And nationally, it's more sinking your teeth into storylines. Yes. Which I think is is totally fair. I've grown to love the national stuff. I Obviously, I do plenty of the local stuff. But I, I find myself to be a better sports fan working at CBS Sports Radio because I have no choice but to stay in tune. Like, yeah. I got to know what's going on. If I if there's an NBA and TNT game and I could stick with the Nuggets for a while, like I may completely ignore a Denver Nugget game working yeah. in New York. You know what I mean? College football. Big Saturday night game. I'm watching that game where maybe I wouldn't be as, as prone to do that. So, I end up learning a lot more. Yeah, quite you frankly. do. Yeah. You do. You do. But there's obviously room for both of that. Okay. So I stated on Tuesday's show when I filled in and I was in the DA chair, you got a couple good chuckles out of uh, out of these things. I said that Jack Stern, I'm convinced now, in the 10 years of CBS Sports Radio, and obviously you're not familiar with a lot of the early right. years, is the biggest character. <laughs> Interpret that how you will. Right. That CBS Sports Radio has ever seen or has. You've heard so many of these Stern clips. See, your Stern is very more high-strung. The reason I really like you, and I've told other people this, yeah. you have a certain quality about you, EJ, and this is not to be, this is not offensive. You're normal. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. <laughs> and what you inevitably learn in radio is there's a lot of people who come across like they're just not normal. Like they're, right. and maybe people don't think I'm normal, whatever. Right. You're normal, and that's refreshing. So when I say Jack Stern's the biggest character, you've observed and heard some of these clips. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, he, he is a character for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, before I worked here, I worked in, in, in news for a long time. I worked at New York One, uh, Spectrum News New York One. So I've seen the gambit of various different kinds of people in show business, in the media business. 
Definitely one of the more interesting people I've ever... And interesting is a word to use, but... Okay, so that's good, because I said CBS Sports. So you've worked other places, and you think he's one of the most interesting people... I've ever encountered, yeah. Do you believe some of the stuff he says? You think he's being truthful with toga parties? That was the thing we talked about on the the show yesterday. Like, the the toga party thing... Now, I learned a lot about him in in the conversation there, because, like, you know, apparently he comes from money, potentially, and, you know, people were going to hang out as Chris. Isn't it amazing the puzzle pieces that can come together in your life, right? Yeah, it's like really is like a detective. Be careful what you reveal, EJ. I know, right? right? So, like... So some of this stuff is making a little more sense, but still at the same time, I mean, today with the, you know, I can teach you something about picking up the ladies. Oh. I'm just like, dude, what what are we doing here? <laughs> what is what is going on? Like, what is happening? I think that's what JR felt. That's why JR was so stunned by what he was hearing. And I think JR handled it well. He did. I don't know how if I would have handled it as well as JR. I think I would have gone into completely tearing Jack down and basically <laughs> calling him out on the carpet. Like, okay, who are these girls you pick up? And what are your moves? <laughs> But I think I think that JR handled that totally well. Now, another big theme, we just talked about this on side A, DA and I. You were here for the grilling of Peter Schwartz on the Super Bowl spread, yes. and you've seen some of the pictures and whatnot. I mean, overall, and it doesn't have to be a knock on Schwartz, what was your takeaway in Schwartz's explanation of his Super Bowl spread? And would you, before yeah. I say your takeaway, yeah. would you, EJ Stewart, if you knew you were throwing a Super Bowl party, get barbecue food to save a buck two days in advance and put it in my fridge? Well, first of all, hell no. And I did a, a show recently on the fan where I talked about how I, I hate Super Bowl parties. I would never go to Super Bowl parties. I love the game too much. I don't want to be distracted. So what's the max amount of people you watch the Super Bowl with? Um, So growing up in my family, I'm a family of six. And then similarly, it, actually, I related to Peter, Peter Schwartz because he would then, this is his, uh, his uh, in-laws. Right. So it would be my my mom's parents would come over. And so just be you like, and your siblings. Yeah, so it would be like that eight. So all that right. was it. That's kind of I still watch with my siblings and their significant yeah. others. So I guess yeah, I don't I don't like calling it a party. We're all watching the game, right? Exactly, having a couple beers and eating. Right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, but like, but when it comes to like the the the, the two day barbecue thing was the thing that I kept <laughs> sticking on for me because I, I just I know it was his family coming over and but still like I, I could not imagine selling people, hey, I got barbecue for you, which I think ninety nine percent of the people maybe except for vegans super excited. It's wow, great. barbecue. Who doesn't love ribs? Who doesn't love brisket? Who doesn't love any of this stuff? Oh. Pulled pork. And then you see what it looks like. And then, of course, the inevitable thing comes of, well, where did you get this? Oh, what happened? <laughs> and you have to explain what to What happened? You have to explain to your guests that, well, we bought this two days ago. I mean, I'm turning. I'm making a U-turn. And I'm doing the Homer Simpson dad and walking right out of the You think the should have left? I would have bounced. Yeah. I would have bounced. Well, and here's the thing. And I wish I had more time with him, but I had to be conscious about this. I couldn't do a full hour with Schwartz yeah. on a Super Bowl spread. He did say that he served that at halftime and that he started the other snacks, the pigs in a blanket stuff at like 4 o'clock. If you were unaware of what this barbecue was going to look like, but you were told there was going to be barbecue, it's going to come out at halftime. You might go lighter on the snacks earlier if you're at the Schwartz Super Bowl yeah. party, right? Like, oh, I better not. He's got yeah, exactly. coming out. Yeah. And then imagine you didn't. Go to town because there was nothing wrong with his finger snacks. I mean, right. look, again, they're standard. They're frozen, what's else did you throw it in the oven, right? You go lighter on that, only to have that get trotted out. That is, that's probably more disappointing than the Rihanna halftime show. Yeah. And then to be honest, I almost also would have questions about why the barbecue isn't out already. 
right? Because <laughs> it's, wait cause it's barbecue. Because like you don't see anybody cooking. Like you know, Da talks about he has a smoker. People have ovens or whatever. Oh, good point. No, so he's like, not making it fresh, right? Like someone says barbecue's coming out. I'm expecting okay, somebody's working on the grill. Somebody's you know, working on point. something. And that should be the heaviest stuff too. So even if somebody's not working on it, why not throw that out four or five o'clock and then snack on the other stuff later? There's exactly. no rules to this. Yeah. But in, see, that's the thing, and you got to learn about Schwartz. He <laughs> doesn't cook, so he's so accustomed to going out. In his mind, he can't process like an appetizer being after a dinner. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, when in reality, you're just watching football. Like, have the snacks come out, whatever. You have the pulled pork. You make a pulled pork sandwich. Exactly. He can't process that. <laughs> it's got to be like he's sitting down at an alehouse. Yeah. All right, EJ, you're going to clearly be a part of the show going forward. I, I mean, That's look, awesome. I'm going to have days off. Pete's going to have days off. And I will tell you, and you don't know this, there have been a lot of part-time workers who train Pete's training methods. I don't know how you survive them anyway, Pete the body. <laughs> I've sit, sat there and watched them train people. i got to be honest. I've walked out of there going, I, I don't know what the heck Pete's thinking here. <laughs> but not everybody could do the job. You'd be shocked. There's a lot of moving parts, sound check, yeah, analytics, sure. or whatever. And for for whatever reason, some people just freeze up. They you know take a long time hitting a button or whatever. And that's what I mean when you're normal. Very few people, and you'd be shocked at this, you could just sit in there. You ask them a couple times, okay, you got this, you got this. And it's just not a worry. I know from that producer chair, if I got to sit next to somebody and I don't got to worry about that job getting done and it's just like I don't have to be jumping over a shoulder, good by me. And there's a very short roster list with that. (laughs) It's basically you, Boyle, Carlos, and that's And believe me, we've tried others. So I know you're going to fill in going forward, so we're happy to have you. And thanks. Thanks for being normal. I appreciate that. That's the theme of this. EJ Stewart, normal. (laughs) I'll take that. Where can we follow you on Twitter? EJ underscore Stewart on Twitter. All right. And follow me at Mraz CBS. Have a great week, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.